get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line because, Jamie, we have talked a whole lot this week about Randy Rosarena, who is taking the entire baseball community by storm over the last week or two in particular, but certainly this season. He's been amazing, and the Cardinals had him in their system, decided to trade him over to Tampa Bay. They did get something in return for him and Matthew Liebertor, and that's why I wanted to call Kyle Glazer. He's a national baseball writer for Baseball America. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Kyle, let's start with the Randy Orozarena side of things. Could people have seen this coming? Like, should we have known that Randy Orozarena was going to be this good of a player? I don't know how you could ever predict someone's going to hit 600 in a postseason. (laughs) I mean, no, I mean, you can never see anything quite like this coming. Um, But look, Randy Rosarena is a good player. The Cardinals knew that. The rest of the industry knew that. This was someone who was one of the premier players in Cuba, as I wrote about in our story on BaseballAmerica.com. The Cardinals gave him a seven-figure signing bonus. He was one of their top ten prospects entering the year before they traded him to the Rays. So, look, this is a good player. The Cardinals knew that. Everyone knew that. Um, He's just having the series of his life right now. And I know it's hard for Cardinals fans to watch a player they had go on a run like this. Um, But again, we're talking about less than 30 games this season from the regular season and the postseason combined so far. Um, This is a really good player. He's going to continue to be a really good player. But, um, you know, don't go crazy yet. The league over time will adjust. He's going to have to make counter adjustments. There's a lot of career left. All right, Kyle, as I, as myself and everybody else in St. Louis continue to cry in our beers over the fact that Randy Rosarena is gone, I think we have to look at the flip side of it, too, and evaluate what did they get back. And Matthew Libertor, he comes with a lot of high praise. What can you tell our listeners about the guy that came back in that deal to maybe you know dry up some of the tears? Sure. So he's one of the top left-handed pitching prospects in all of baseball, incredibly mature for his age. He talked to evaluators who scouted him the last couple of years in the race system. And they've just talked about how rare it is to see a high school pitcher have as many polished pitches as he has, have the feel for command, have the poise. This is a really, really well-rounded young pitcher. Now, again, he's a young pitcher. Pitchers are extremely volatile. They get hurt. There's always reasons to be concerned. They won't hit their ceilings. But when you look at young left-handers what do you want to see he has all the ingredients so i guess the 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 next question would be kyle is 
was this a reasonable trade to make for the Cardinals at the time? Like right now, we've all got hindsight 2020. We haven't seen Matthew Libertor even play in the minor leagues this year. We have seen Randy Rosarena on the tear that he's been on. When you heard about the trade initially, initially compared to where we are today, did, did you look at this as a huge loss for the Cardinals when they traded Randy A and Jose Martinez down to Tampa for Matthew Libertor? Not at all, actually. Most people within the industry, us, the writers of Baseball America, scouts we talked to, actually were kind of confused why the Rays would make this trade because at the time, you know, Jose Martinez is a DH-only type of bat who really can't play the field. And Rosarena is a very, very good young outfielder, but there have been some concerns about how aggressive he is. And we saw that even a little bit in his regular season stint. The overall numbers were great. There was also a, a strikeout rate near 30%. We have to see how that shakes itself out over time so at the time actually most people thought that the cardinals really really did well for themselves in the trade as usual the rays pro scouting department is one of the best in the game they saw some things that i think a lot of other people didn't see and now it is seen as okay the rays did fine for themselves in this deal no question about it and now we just have to see how matthew libertor's career plays out it's it's hard it's that's not hard it's impossible to assess the winner and the loser of this deal Really, for the next five, six, seven years, we have to see how these young players' careers play out. So you told us Libertor is a, a really good left-handed prospect, one of the best left-handed pitching prospects in baseball right now. Do you have a comparison for our audience? Like, most of them have never seen Libertor pitch before. So in terms of his style, what he looks like on the mound, his pitches that he has, the ceiling that he could reach, do you have a player comparison for him? Um, I'm, I'm going to stay away from that because I, I hate comping teenage pitching prospects because I think it creates artificial feelings about what they can be. What I'll say is if everything clicks, you know, there's a chance he's a number two, number three left-handed starter with, you know, four different pitches he can get you out. And we've seen a lot of really, really, really good championship caliber teams have that, you know, that lefty at the front of their rotation. I'm not comping him to these guys, but, you know, whether it's a Cole Hamels, whether it's a John Lester, I'm just saying that's the role in theory people think he could play that, that number two potentially left-hander on a championship caliber team. And, you know, in some years, those guys were number ones. Um, that's a lot to put on a left-handed pitching prospect, but, but just that type of player, that, that front of the rotation left-hander, which is obviously incredibly valuable to have. Again, we're talking with Kyle Glazer, national writer for Baseball America. You can catch him on Twitter, at Kyle Glazer. Kyle, another question I've got here about a prospect in the Cardinals system is Nolan Gorman. Uh, obviously, the, the big topic around here lately has been, you know, a big bat in the lineup, creating some offense, maybe a good hitter. Nolan Gorman seems to check some of those boxes. We know he's a, a year, a couple years away from the big leagues, but... How does a guy like that project for the Cardinals? Uh, he projects to be a middle-of-the-order power-hitting third baseman. There's a lot to like there. Um, it's always going to be power over hit. No one should expect any batting titles here. But, you know, a lot of people think, you know, 250, 260 with, with 30 home runs a year is something he can attain. And, and maybe even more. He's a very strong kid. There's a lot of power in there. And, you know, we see young hitters just as they adjust their approaches and mature you know sometimes they exceed those expectations i mean if he's you know what people think he is 250 260 with 30 home runs that's a really good player if he's able to exceed that and creep into that 270 280 range with 35 or more home runs that, that's a franchise player so there's a lot to like here he's still very young 
There's also a chance that average goes down and it's more 230. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of development left. There's a lot of ways this can go. But, again, when you look for the ingredients, you really, really like what you see. Kyle, do you have an ETA on either Gorman or Libertor? Like, when should we expect them to be up in the big leagues if, if we kind of assume typical progression for them? Yeah, so it, it's tough because we're seeing teams move guys so much faster now than we used to. Um, considering both of these guys have yet to play above a ball, I think realistically you're probably looking more 2022. But, you know, depending on injuries and, and what this offseason look like, who teams are able to keep or not keep financially and all sorts of other factors. I mean, there's a chance, say, Gorman starts at double A next year and forces his way up to the majors. Um, but I'd say just in, in general, you know, 2022 is probably more likely than 2021 as far as debuts for these guys. Last question that I've got for you, Kyle. We're talking with Kyle Glazer, national writer for Baseball America here on 101 ESPN. Randy Arozarena, what's your projection is on him as a player now compared to what it was whenever the Cardinals traded him? Have you have you changed what you're expecting from him in the big leagues moving forward? Yeah, I think so because one of the biggest things with him was just how is he going to kind of control the aggressiveness he's always just been super aggressive at the plate on the base pass and there were some questions about okay what's that going to be like in the majors is that going to be exploited i think we've seen he has you know the back control and and just some of the skills to be one of those players who is super aggressive but makes enough contact that he's still able to be an impactful player um look this is this is probably an everyday outfielder who hits you know i would normally say one or two in a lineup he's added strength and he's now hitting three He's going to be a very good player. Again, this is a good prospect with a long track record of hitting. I think maybe there's just more confidence now that he'll achieve that ceiling. And now we just have to see if Matthew Libertor can achieve his as well for the Cardinals. He is Kyle Glazer. Find his work over at Baseball America. You can follow him on Twitter at Kyle A. Glazer. Kyle, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for joining us today. We always appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime, guys.